All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is the Nokomoto Podcast. This is, well, not my first, but uh, one of my one of one of my first. It's been a long time since I've done this. A mini-sode, a little one-on-one with me, MotoGP, and you. We're having a mini-episode this week with just myself because, well, last week we recorded a three-and-a-half-hour episode with Scooter Dan, and I think it's a very quality three and a half hours of scooter content, but it might not be exactly what you're expecting. So I need to edit it. I need to chop it up. I need to break it into two episodes. I have to do a lot of work to it. And it might even spawn a spinoff podcast. We're toying with the idea of putting less scooter content in the regular show and having an entirely separate scooter podcast. So do something like Maybe do three weeks of Nokomoto, and then the fourth week is a mini-episode, and then we'll have a different podcast feed with the Scooter cast on it. Because as you all know, we love Scooter content. We'd actually like to do more Scooter content, but we don't want it to intrude on the things that people love talking about on this show. And for all of you that do love the content uh, with Scooters anyway, you can still get it, plus more, on this other feed. And in the meantime, we'll still have some, you know, content to replace that, you know, replace it on those weeks. So, I don't know. Send us emails. Tell us what you think. It's not a 100%, but I'm kind of leaning towards doing that. Also, there's not a lot of scooter podcasts or explicitly scooter podcasts. So, having a feed that is just nothing but scooter content really scratches an itch on the internet because as far as i can tell on apple music there's like four scooter podcasts and they put out about one episode every i don't know like i don't know like when saturn changes in the sky or some shit like it does saturn change in the sky i don't think it does anyway it's some impossibly it's measured in geological like events that's how long it takes people to put out scooter episodes and other podcasts is my point and i think we could do better and that might serve some great audiences and that might help us with things like uh crowdfunding with just getting noticed and going to different events. Hey, what if we could get a set of event, a set of um, uh, press passes for Nokomoto and some sort of scooter trash podcast to AMA events and whatever. Uh, all right. Next point of business. You know what? I don't think there is another point of business. I think that was the big thing to tell you. Okay, well, let's, we're only a few minutes in. Let's at least try to get to 20-something minutes of just me babbling here. You know what grinds my gears? Well, it's no secret, electric grinds my gears. And I think we need to talk about electric. I've done a pretty good job of trying to ignore their existence. Every time it comes up, I was kind of reminded of my experience with them eight years ago or whatever, and and five years ago, and then two years ago. But it, it, it's a long time, usually, between when I check in on electric. And we keep referring to electric as a sort of they, a big organization. Would it shock you to know that the coverage of all things 
one, two, or three wheels on electric is covered by one guy. His name's Micah. And he's a hack. I'm just going to say it. You know, we might get a cease and desist. People may get absolutely bent out of shape. But he does not represent motorcyclists, as he frequently refers to himself as. He's a complete hack. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't understand electric vehicles. He doesn't understand the specs. He There's a lot of things with physics I think he doesn't understand. There's of things about pricing in the normal world that he doesn't understand. I, he lives in Florida, so it's debatable whether or not he's part of planet Earth. And he doesn't know motorcycle culture. I don't think he really knows bicycle culture all that well. I haven't read as many of the e-bike articles but this one dude represents all of Electrek, and he seems somewhat gullible, given how many just absolute fake things he reports, how many things he says you can buy that you could never buy, how many things he says will be released that have never been released, how many things he claims are reliable and will have support that were never reliable and never got support. But this is things that you know, or that you've heard people say about electrics reporting on things. I took a little dive through some articles recently, and if I just wanted to go through the first five articles on electric right now, I, it would take us hours to go through all of this nonsense and isolate things that are just bonkers, bananas, make no sense. There's a couple articles, and there's one in particular I want to I kind of go through some of the finer points of here. So, this dude and his fiancé, wife, girlfriend, I don't know, went to Mallorca, or no, Menorca, and... Oh my gosh, the worst thing in the world happened to them. They couldn't rent an electric scooter to get around the island. So they got a gas-powered scooter, a Honda Vision 110, and he decided to write this article called Renting a Gas-Powered Motorbike in Spain Reminded Me Why I Went Electric. Now, there's a lot of vehicles... You can try to claim are too expensive, hard to run, difficult to operate, noisy, smelly, uh, uh, drink too much fuel, don't have enough range, are impractical. But a Honda Vision 110 is not one of these. He claims for anxiety. He claims that, for example, he got... Well, first of all, he claims to have read Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance near the top of this thing and claims it's a great thing. You know, you need to he claims you need to crack a copy of Zen and the Mo Art of Motorcycle Maintenance if you want to understand the the feeling of cruising around on a gas powered bike. He's clearly never read the book, but he wants to sound like he's a motorcyclist. This is the kind of bullshit he throws in there. 
He claims he gets range anxiety on this Honda Vision 110. The Honda Vision 110 has a 1.2 or 1.3 gallon fuel tank. If you go on fuely.com, the lowest uh, miles per gallon you'll get is 107. And the highest is 129. In Spain, the island of Menorca has about 132 miles of coastline. So you can do the math there. Even on the worst real-world uh, reported fuel economy, you can literally ride around the entire island. But he's claiming he got range anxiety on this Honda Vision 110 in this article trying to support how great electric scooters are versus gas. And, oh, woe is me. He had to rent a gas scooter. Let's see. Um, he claimed it was noisy. He claimed it was smelly. It is none of these things. I... This isn't a model we have in the United States, but there are, mo there are Honda models similar to it. I'm telling you, when you stand next to this machine, it's hard to tell that it's turned on. We're talking Honda Ruckus levels of noise, maybe less. It's not smelly. Let's see, what else did he say? Oh, oh, he's also claiming to say here, like, listen, he's got a thing. He's like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, he, he's afraid it's going to break down constantly because it has moving parts, as if an electric motor has never failed or a battery has never failed. Yeah, you've never had a battery fail on you, right? Anyway, he says, you know, don't think for a second I'm some soft-handed millennial that's afraid of turning a wrench. I grew up working on engines with my dad. I learned to shift in a 64 Corvair with a throw so long I had to lean forward to find first and third gear. I I don't know. I th That's not credentials. That's not anything. <sighs> he calls himself a good engineer. Because he says, like any good engineer, when new tools come along, I test them and adopt them. Okay, whatever. You're not an engineer, bro, either. Uh, so there's like three paragraphs trying to um, justify that he's a real wrench head at heart. Even though his job is reporting on electric motorcycles. Like, the opposite of wrench head. Okay. Wrench head isn't even a word. It's a word he uses. It's He doesn't know what he's talking about. In, in an article before this also, talking about the CSC electric adventure bike, he talks about having fun riding it off-road, off of the highway, and called that canyon carving. That's not what canyon carving is. Cause then he, and, and it's very clear, because then he talks about, well, and then as opposed to that, riding it on the tarmac or whatever, you know, word he used to make himself sound foreign, you know, rather than saying the road or the pavement, the, 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 the asphalt, whatever, you know, on the tour. Uh, you know, he says, oh, well, it was really smooth there and whatever. And the suspension was up to blah, 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 blah. He, this guy just uses motorcycle terms he's heard because he has no idea what motorcycle culture is. Anyway, so yeah, he says gas powered bikes are annoyingly loud his reference is a Honda Vision 110. I just false. False. You will not find a reasonable person in the real world that will call 
a Honda scooter of any description, of any size, loud? I you won't. Um, let's see what what else does he say about it? He, what's his? Um. Oh, he says it's weak. I understand you have to wind it up to make some torque. That's just a physics thing. Uh, now, sure, your your scooter of equivalent top speed is going to accelerate faster. I'll give you that. But I wouldn't say it's weak. The feat of getting somewhere around a seven and a half horsepower out of 110 cc's is quite a marvel. We've come a long way. You know, back in the 50s or 60s, that might have been two or three horsepower out of a two-stroke. Like, we, we've we come a long way. I, I don't think you... Mm, we're still talking about something that does 45, near 50 miles an hour here. At least 45 out of 110 cc's getting well over 100 miles per gallon. You don't know what you're talking about here. For the energy you're putting into it, the energy you're getting out is phenomenal. Um, the His range anxiety argument is really where he's completely out of touch. He talks about how he's got go-grow battery swapping stations where he lives in Florida. I, I need photo... If any listeners can find me photo evidence of... Gogro battery swapping stations in the United States. I'm I'm really interested to know where they are cuz I don't know where they are and I've done a search and I can't find them. Uh maybe there is one near him and that that, that could be and I genuinely really want someone to help me find out where those are. As apart from that, like I said, uh it's a scooter with in well excess of 100 miles range. That you can fill anywhere. You can stop on the side of the road in Mexico and get fuel out of a water bottle from some dude or a milk jug. You can fill it at the at, uh, at the top of the mountains in in Vale. You can fill it at, at the beach in Florida. You can fill it in the middle of Manhattan. You can fill it in the middle of Kansas. You can fill it in Utah when there's uh, no gas for a hundred miles in front or behind you. You can fill it in the desert. You can fill it at the beach in California. I mean, there's a gas station everywhere. It's it's a pretty good infrastructure, and I'm willing to bet there's even gas stations on the island of Menorca. And since we've established you could ride around the entire island on one tank, I mean, literally ride all of the coastline. On one tank. Now, you're riding with your wife, girlfriend, fiancé, whoever she is. So I'm going to say, let's say you could only ride 90% of the coastline because of the extra weight. I mean, she looks pretty light, and so do you, bro. I, I still think you're getting 100 miles per gallon, like, even. But whatever. Let's say you're getting 80 miles per gallon. I mean, you're... This does n This... Man, this thing of range anxiety is just such clear bullshit, and I don't understand how, just based on this article alone, anyone puts any weight in this person's 
recommendations on these electric vehicles because he clearly doesn't understand how they fit into people's lives or how transportation really works. <sighs> he says this Honda Vision 110 vibrates too much. Maybe not the majority of motorcyclists in this country anymore, but a lot of them, somewhere near 50%, ride Harley-Davidson's, the shakiest bikes of all time. And they all claim to like it. I don't, but I mean, I wonder what he would think of my Goldwing. Or, or ho, 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 what about the Vespa? <gasps> Holy shit. His hands would literally fall the fuck off riding a 152-stroke Vespa. If he can't handle a 110 Honda Vision, holy crap. I, how does this guy deal with bumps in the sidewalk? I, a Honda Vision 110, I don't think you can feel vibration from it. I don't think you can. You'll have more vibration when you fart on your couch. This is ridiculous. Okay, what else has he decided to put in here? I, you know, I'm I'm done with that article. I can't I can't talk anymore about his problems with a modern four-stroke fuel-injected scooter. That's so bananas. <sighs> now here's some further proof this man's a complete hack. He's got a a section that's sort of about joke vehicles. I, the most recent one is about a so he so he's 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 trying to set up the idea that he doesn't just do a review of every single electric vehicle that comes his way which is absolutely what they do because you know he he gets these things they get sent to him because their electric is sort of the source right he'll ride it around for however long a week or two whatever probably and then just gives it back so he doesn't have to deal with the fact that the thing's going to fall apart and whoever knows how long or it's not actually going to start getting mass produced and sold or whatever. It's of no consequence to him because free electric thing shows up at his front doorstep and he gives his short opinion of it and then they're done. We don't go any further than that. We never check up to see if the country ex if the company exists 2 months later, any of that bullshit. It's all just reporting on vaporware. A lot of it he doesn't even get a test thing for. He just um, he just goes ahead and says it's a real thing. It's disgusting. He's got an article about a weird Chinese boat slash raft that's inflatable. Claims it's electric, but it doesn't come with a motor. You're supposed to install whatever you want into it. He assumes it's supposed to be electric. And he jokes that, oh, well, this thing is ridiculous. This is something you shouldn't buy. This might not even be real. And this should have been a long look in the mirror. Because untested, perhaps dangerous, perhaps not even real vehicles are this website's, and specifically his, bread and butter. Right, so this is supposed to be proof that they don't just review anything but all the points he makes about this ridiculous chinese boat slash raft slash whatever uh 
really reveals that that is, in fact, what they do. So we're going to have a new segment on this show from time to time. And we're not even going to, I was going to say, like, we're going to, we were going to call it the best of electric. Uh, and by that, we meant like the most ridiculous articles of electric. I think now we're just going to call, I, I'm going to call this Mica Watch. Like, what is going to be the latest hack thing that Mica has done? And I, I don't enjoy going negative like this. But at this point, the number of people that have probably purchased things that aren't real or tried to purchase things that aren't real, just thrown money down on something where they'll never get their money back or uh, what shows up isn't what they promised or... You know, they crowdfund something that doesn't turn out to be what they were expecting or even close to what they were expecting. The number of people that put off buying something that would be a useful, great thing in their life or something that's not real. The number of people that get a false impression of what Electric is going to do for them because of this website I believe they're doing some amount of harm, and it's just worth calling them out on it. Uh, it. You know, it's just a stupid little podcast that we do here, and they're just a stupid website, and we're not going to save the world by doing this. But it's really getting up my nose. It's, uh, you know, like uh, uh, other other podcasts that we're friends with have just chosen to completely ignore them. But, you know, people do come to these uh, uh, these podcasts for a little bit of advice, and um, I'm aware that even just mentioning this website is going to get them more traction than they deserve, and their numbers will get some sort of slight boost, because people will have to go and read these articles and be like, oh my gosh, this is fucking bonkers bullshit. But, you know, maybe... Instead of seeing an article linked from Motor Trend or something that's like, hey, look at this amazing electric thing that's going to be the be-all and end-all of transportation. Them clicking through, you know, some banner, some advertisement, going to electric, reading this, believing it, buying something on bad advice. Maybe instead they can first go to electric on the understanding that this is a very poor website it the i mean you think we don't do any research holy fuck these people will just believe any numbers you send to them and the number of like absolute all-out hoaxes that they've reported on in the past is really something else i mean just go look go like google electric and Kirby electric motorcycle, which claimed to be an electric hover bike, uh, which was clearly something made by somebody as a joke in like 2016 or 2017, and electric just believed it. Uh, it just the number of things like that, it you know, or the druid motorcycle, or any number of things. So, yeah, uh, having said all that, um, Electric's a joke, and Micah is a joke and a hack, and he's not a real motorcyclist. And I don't say that lightly. 
this this dude <laughs> i uh i question a lot of this bullshit cuz it doesn't add up this isn't the most uninformed of people wouldn't stumble over terms like this I, they just wouldn't not with this consistency and especially not one that purports to be a journalist and is sort of you know quotes in the know about stuff you know one who claims to have learned to drive in a 64 corvair and was wrenching with his dad since he was knee high to a polecat yo uh no this is he might be as fake as the electric motorcycles he's reporting on and uh yeah just put that in your back pocket walk around with that for a minute because th this is a joke all right so all right we made it 20 something minutes in i'll call that a mini-sode maybe i'll even give you two mini-sodes this week we'll see what happens but hopefully soon I get something sorted out with a plan for this mammoth, like, three-and-a-half-hour episode on just scooters. Well, that's not true. We did a regular Best Worst bike at the front of it. Anyway, we'll see. And, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys later. Bye.